Welcome back to the RS Weekly Podcast with myself, Sam. And me, Reese. You alright, mate? Yeah, I'm, I'm alright, mate. How are you? I'm good, mate. Good weekend of football in the Bundesliga. Yeah, very, very productive weekend this weekend. It was. <sighs> Um, before we get into the podcast, me and Rich just want to say a massive thank you to our new sponsor, uh, Six Media, who has designed our new logo and the banner. New header for the profile. Yeah, just want to say a massive thank you. Yeah, they are our new sponsor. Um, we're going to give a mention at the start of every podcast and at the end of every podcast. Um, yeah, huge thank you to Gareth Morgan at sixmedia.co.uk, I believe. Yes, I think it is, mate. Yeah. I think it is. What um, we'll do is we'll I'll leave the link down in the description yeah. below. At yeah, the end we're going to leave a link in the description, um, so you can head over to his profile, check out all his content that he's been working on. He's had some yeah some pretty big businesses around the area. So, yeah, he has. Yeah, so massive thank you to Gareth Morgan at Six Media. Yeah, go over to his Facebook page as well. I'll uh, like I said, I'll leave a link down in the description below. So in this podcast, we're going to go through the score predictions from the Bundesliga. And then it's the uh, quiz, which I am not the looking forward to. The quiz at the end, and I've been waiting since the last since last week to be able to do this, and Sam's getting put to the sword today. Yeah, it's my turn this week. You live by the sword, and you die by it, my friend. You shafted me in the last one, so <laughs> oh, yeah, we're good to go on that. As, as Sam said, we're going to quickly review the weekend's Bundesliga, Bundesliga results. We're going to go through if we've got any points on the score predictors. Uh, I know there's four of us in our current score predictor at the moment. So that's what's ahead. Ah, get some mm. points. Well, there were some points this weekend. So uh, let's crack on with the Friday night's results then where the point where there was one point yes. and the point went to... Benjamin. Yes, he did. He was the one that got the correct score with the 2-0 win for... RB Leipzig. Yep. Um, Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched bits of it. I didn't watch all of it. I'm not going to sit here and say I watched all of it because I didn't. But the bits that I did see, Leipzig played some really, really good stuff again. Um, They are blowing a bit hot and cold at the minute, aren't they? Yeah, they are, mate. I think especially with the rumours with Timo Werner as well, I think think that's a thing that could be affecting the players, maybe. Possibly. You never know, do you? Because if it's a tight-knit dressing room and something comes out like that, you never know which way it's going to go, do you? Yeah, exactly. I'd imagine most players would be happy for him, but you'll always get some in a dressing room that... Uh, it's not that they're not keen on the idea, but because they want to keep the squad together... I mean, it's not just Werner. There's Mookie Ailey, Upamecano, um, even Sabitzer. There's been a little rumour kicking about about into Milan possibly being interested in Sabitzer. Well, Nagelsmann, Nagelsmann did come out and say that Timo Werner is leaving. Yeah, for definite. It for came definite. out on Sky Sports yesterday. I did see that, actually. So um, that's... I'll be honest, it's actually quite strange for a manager to do that. Yeah. To come out and publicly say, look, he will be leaving. I, I'm a bit surprised at Nagelsmann for that. And I don't really know what way they're going to go next season. Um, but yeah, as we say, getting back to the result. RB Leipzig winning 2-0. Two goals from Danny Olmo. Yeah, I think the first I think they come in the first 10 15 minutes. I yeah, I, I think um I know they were fast goals. Yeah, it was in it was in well, yeah, like as you say, um bang on it. Two goals in the first 11 minutes. Yeah, exactly. Um Danny Olmo is a player actually that I looked at. Um he's a bit of a FIFA demon. If anybody plays career mode on FIFA, he gets a ridiculously high rating. At the end of it, I think he's 89, 90 potential growth. He's a bit of a FIFA demon, this one. Um, some big clubs were chasing him. He was actually at, uh, I believe it was Barcelona's La Masia Academy. And, and he went to Dinamo Zagreb in Croatia 
to get first team football. You can only really applaud the lad for what he's done because he's coming to Germany now and he looks a player, you know. He really does. Attacking midfielder. He's actually played right back at some points for Leipzig. Um, very promising young footballer. Again, gets two goals. Yeah, he does, mate. Um, you was close with this result. Very, very close. I yeah, mean, you said 2-1. Yeah, I said 2-1 just on the basis. I thought Leipzig would win the game, but I also thought Hoffenheim. I mean, just quickly running through the stats on Friday's game. Hoffenheim actually ended up with 51% possession to Leipzig's 49. They had 22 attempts on goal, Hoffenheim, but only seven on target. Yeah. And I think kind of just sums up where they've been this season. They've been a very indifferent team um, in parts. And it's I think they've struggled with the players that they've let go in recent years, like Kerim Demabai, I know Kevin Vogt uh, left as well. Who's a big centre half for them? They they're a bit indifferent this season. I think they've done all right though. They're not in trouble by any stretch, and no. they, they only sit just outside the Europa League spots. But I think um, yeah, Leipzig deserved win in the end. Some of the football they play is just outrageous. Yeah, definitely, mate. I mean, I said one one this game, um, and Jack said three one. So Jack won't far off. No, really. Jack won't far off either, to be honest. But Ben was the only one to. Uh, Get a point on that game. Yeah, Ben coming in with the one point on this game. So let's move into Saturday games then. Um, we'll start off with the half, two past, half past two kickoffs. Uh, FC Cologne versus Union Berlin. Um, I think the score was, let's just get the score up. Yeah, it was. It finished 2-1, yeah. Union Berlin. Uh, yes, so... No one got any um, predictions around this. Well, Barring, ben and Jack, ben and Jack, Jack did right say score, two but the wrong way around. Yeah, but the wrong way around. <laughs> um, not a really good game, to be honest. No, I think um, the, the, the telling bit in this game, I think Union Berlin scored six minutes before half-time. Uh, Friedrich got a goal for Union Berlin. Cologne, really, they've the kind of been the same this year. They're a little bit indifferent. I think this kind of similar to Hoffenheim, really. They're quite strong in front of their own fans, but that says it all again. We've mentioned exactly. it on previous, in front of their own fans. And with no fans in the ground, essentially home advantage goes out the window, doesn't it? And this is one of the things in the Premier League pods that we're going to be doing that I don't think home's going to count for a great deal. No. Because there's no fan, there's no, you haven't got 20,000, 30,000 people screaming you on at home. Um, Union Berlin actually scored a second midway through the second half. Christian Gentner, a uh, bit of a veteran of the Bundesliga, he's been around quite a long time now. Um, yeah, Union Berlin going into a 2 0 lead. Uh, Cordoba scoring for Cologne late on, 90 plus two minutes. Um, well, a huge, huge win for Union Berlin. Yeah, a it's huge a huge ma- win. Massive three points from it, especially in the relegation battle as well. Yeah, I mean, they've been sucked into it, haven't they? Yeah, since, they have, since the turn of Christmas, really, they've kind of, the form's dackered off a bit. They've been kind of sucked back into the relegation. And especially with Werder Bremen getting an unbelievable win this weekend, they really did need a result. And they, to be fair to them, they, what they have got is character in that team. They won't give up. Yeah, um, definitely. Mate. That's one thing I think can be praised. Nobody got any results right on this one, did they? No, they didn't, mate. Unfortunately, no one got any results right on this one. I said 1-0 Cologne, so that was hugely wrong. Yeah. Let's go on to the next game then, which... 
which is Dusseldorf versus Dortmund. And before we start on this, credit where is due to Dusseldorf because they battled and battled and battled for a full 90 minutes. Yeah, it's a very hard Dortmund team. It's a credit to Dusseldorf and they can count themselves very unlucky with the goal that they conceded. We watched this game here. Um, at my house, and I'll tell you, Dortmund in parts look bloody clueless on how to break Dusseldorf down. First half, I think Dusseldorf defended sensationally. Yeah, they were. Dortmund, was Dortmund very, were getting very, very frustrated with not getting through balls through and stuff. And you know what Dortmund are like. And Dusseldorf just knew what they were doing. Yeah, they just very, cleared everything out. Very organised defensively. Yeah. I think the telling moment for me in the first half was when Hakimi goes through on goal. Has to score that. Yeah, he has to. Has I mean, to score. The thing is, we said straight away, he's not set to shoot. I, I said to you, didn't I? I said he's not scoring this. Yeah, because the keeper come out, he stood nice and tall, he was strong, he didn't go down early, so it doesn't give Hakimi a chance to go round him or slot it past him because he stayed nice and big. And a keeper is to, if one on one, stay as big as you can for as long as you can, narrow the angle down for the striker. Hakimi never looked set to shoot there. If that was if that was Guerrero or Hazard or Sancho or someone that's who knows where the back of the net is, we're laughing there because that's that's a goal just there. But unfortunately, um, Hakimi didn't score. Uh, let's go into the second half. The big talking point in the second half. Guerrero's goal, which got disallowed. Oh, oh God! When this know, goal you, went, you, when you this just goal that back to me as well. When this goal went in, we were buzzing. Oh, I, I then, jumped off the sofa. Yeah, I did as well. And then well, all I of say, a sudden, I jumped, I hobbled off all it. of a sudden, it went to the VAR. Me and Reese looked at each other like, "Why is this going to the VAR?" It, the the ball comes off the player. He literally kicks it at his shoulder. It's his shoulder. He doesn't even move his yeah, arm. It doesn't. His arms are down. He hits it at his shoulder. And to, to be honest, Aguero, great finish where credit's due. Cracking volley. And then the VAR roll it out. Now, can you please explain to me which part of your arm is your arm? Because your shoulder is not classed as handball. The problem is, I think, looking at it again now, look, I was just as baffled as you was. How they can even claim that? The, the, what annoys me, Sam, that wouldn't have been given as handball in a game that d- existed without VAR. Mm. It doesn't get chalked off because it is not... He hasn't even made an attempt to move his arm. The ball's just come off his arm. How is he gaining an advantage from that? But what is that? It was his shoulder. It, but, it was literally top of his shoulder. But I, I, don't, I don't understand how they can determine that as handball. The, the 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 whole rule behind a handball is you are using your hand or your arm to gain an attacking advantage. Mm. It, the guy didn't even his arm was planted by his side. How can he gain an advantage from that? It just it just says to me everything that's wrong with VAR and it, and I, I'd love to know other people's opinion on this because I think it's criminal. They got a goal chalked off for nothing. I mean, and if they draw that game and they hand Munich the league. They're looking and thinking, well, look at the decision there. Yeah, I mean... That's cost us. I mean, luckily enough, Dortmund did go and get a very, very, very late goal from Haaland. Yes. A great header. Brilliant header. 95th minute and... Um, well, you know, as, as happy as I was, and we both celebrated straight away, you've got to feel for the Dusseldorf players. I mean, they, they were on the floor, effort. mate. They was on the floor when that goal Yeah, they in. was. That's they how was... hard they worked. And fair play to... Um, is it Uge Rosler? Who manages yeah, Rosley, yeah. Fair play to him because he, he didn't he didn't like shout at his players or anything. He, what can he do there? He, he shook, knows the he players. Shook the players and, yeah, they put 110% into that game. 
And um, yeah, that was that game. Uh, it's just unfortunate. It's good for us in a sense. Everybody knows on the pod by now we're big Dortmund followers, but you've got to feel for Dusseldorf the way it oh, ended because yeah. they put. I mean, they could have won it as well. I mean, they had chances to score. They hit the post. Berkey pulled off a good save. Yeah, he did. Um, which which led to the Dortmund yeah, goal. Yeah, which eventually led to the goal. Um, very unfortunate, but a good win for Dortmund nonetheless. Yeah, definitely, mate. Uh, let's move on to the next half-past-two game then on Saturday, which was Hertha Berlin versus Frankfurt. Now, I had these on a bet as well. I had Hertha Berlin to win this yeah, game. Yeah, well, can we just... Can we just uh, take a moment to say we all got this horrendously wrong? Yeah, none of us got this result right. I didn't see it coming and I got it horrendously wrong. Um, let's go into the results then. Me, I said 2-1. To her to Berlin. Yep. I said 1-1. Ben said 2-0 and Jack went with the same result as you. How wrong we was in this game? I think, look... Piontek scores a really good goal in the first half. Great finish. Put, yeah, it was a great finish. I watched the highlights yesterday. He scores a great goal, really good slotted finish into the corner to make it 1-0. The game changes when Boyata gets sent off. Have you seen Boyata's red card? I have, yeah. What do you think to it? I Is do. it a straight red or not? I think it's a red. Because do you, though, or no? No, yeah, I do. I, I think it's a straight red. I don't think he means to do it, but I think it's a straight red because he stopped him in a goal-scoring opportunity. I agree what you're saying, but I don't think it's a straight red. I think it's a yellow because Boyata don't actually connect with him if you watch it properly. It doesn't actually connect. Yeah, with but him. it's still a foul. But so. I it agree with what you're foul. saying, but I still think it's a, I still think it's a yellow card. The referee was very lenient about that red. He gave that straight away, and then from there on, Frankfurt just went and absolutely walked all over Hertha Berlin. Well, as I said to you yesterday, I texted you and I said, "Did you see Kamada's assist for a Silver's goal? Unbelievable! Uh, well, that guy this year, he's gone." He's kind of gone under the radar a little bit, but he's been brilliant for Frankfurt this year. He scored two goals at Arsenal when they beat him in the Europa League. Yep. He, he's come up in the last few weeks with some really big plays for Frankfurt and, a, and an unbelievable assist. I mean, he jinxed past four people and then just play, lays it across the six-yard box for Silva to back heel it in. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant goal. Um, that's what Frankfurt can do. They are capable of things like that. The the. The form this year hasn't showed the sort of team they actually are. Um, did you see uh, the third goal for Ndicca? Yeah, good finish. What a finish. Great like, finish. If anybody gets a chance to go watch it, that's one of the purest strikes of a football I've seen in a long time. It's as sweet as anything. Le- left foot, grass cutter, straight along the surface. You can see, you know how hard he's hit the ball because the ball doesn't curl, it just yeah. goes straight. Like, literally, when you watch it from where he struck it, watch the camera behind him, it, oh, it was a brilliant finish. And then Silver rounds off the scoring with another good finish. Silver's starting to come into some form now. Yeah, he is, mate. It's about time he did, really. Um, I mean, it was a good finish from Silver, the fourth one. Um, yeah, it was, actually. I think it, I think it was like 93rd minute or something. Well, like 80, something. 86 minutes. was it? I thought it was But the game, the game was gone then, anyway. Um, yeah, the one Silver, after coming from Porto... Getting his big move to AC Milan did not work for him there at all. Look, I've got my own opinions on that football club. They've been allowed to just fester and grow old, that football club. They've, they've fell behind massively. But Silva, someone who's gone out, he's made the bold decision to leave AC Milan after getting a big move there for, I think it was, 25, 30 million euros he went to Milan for in the end from Porto. Um, starting to find some form now. Good striker. 
He's a good striker. If he can get a run of games and scoring together, he'll get his form back again. He's very useful. Yeah, definitely, mate. I agree with what you're saying. Um, very good little player. Mm. Could you see him in the Premier League, then? Yeah, I could, yeah. And do you know I could see him playing for someone like Wolves? Do you know what? I was about to say that. I was literally about to say Wolves. Well, I think he'd fit in Wolves. Well, Portugal FC, isn't it? Exactly. When you've got players like Jean Martinho and Ruben Neves pulling strings, mm. Pedence has gone there from Neves. Like, well, yeah, just said Neves. You've got people like Traore on yeah. one side. I mean, Matt Doherty, great player for Wolves. I, t- I, I think he'd fit right into that system. The only problem is, do you drop Raul Jimenez? Probably not, no. Exactly. But it's a potential. I could see, personally, I love the Wolves thing because I can see why players want to go there now. They're showing ambition as a football club and they get a really good manager and a really good team together. You're I could see Silver. Well? Well, they're still in it, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, they, I think they played away at Olympiacos just oh, as all this kicked off. Did they lose? No, no, it was a draw, I think. But they played at Olympiacos when it came out a few days after that the Olympiacos owner had coronavirus. Yes, oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Because they played them on a Thursday night mm. away. Um, that and what was... did they do with Arsenal as well? Because Arsenal played Olympiacos as well, didn't they? That's who knocked them out. Yeah, but that was before though, wasn't it? Uh, that was no, before no. all this come out. Because in the next round, Wolves got Olympiacos, but uh, they, they well, they look like they could go through in that tie, and um, when it does eventually restart again. Mm. Anyway, let's get back onto the Bundesliga because that's a different topic, the uh, Premier League, which we'll get onto in another podcast. Uh, let's go on to the next game, which I said this was going to be a boring game. Was I wrong? Yes, I fucking oh, yes, won. yes, you was wrong. Um, let's get into the results then. Paderborn 1, Werder Bremen 5. I did not see this coming at all. Well, I've seen all the goals from that game. Bremen played some really, really good stuff at times. But why has it taken this long for them to finally click? Um, Is it because Paderborn are a walkover team? No, I don't think so. I think Look, Paderborn are the weakest team in the Bundesliga. The table tells you that, but... But you can only beat who's in front of you. And Werder Bremen haven't been playing well this season at all. Um, they've been conceding a bucket load of goals as well. Although, to be fair, the, their goal difference isn't the worst now, I believe, in the Bundesliga after Saturday's result. Um, but they... Well, I think it's it's now Paderborn that have the worst goal difference Jeez. as a result of Saturday's game. Bremen played some brilliant football. They actually missed a penalty before they scored the first goal as well. Rashika, it was a really good save, actually. Um, I saw the penalty. It was a pen. Um, yeah. David Klassen. Scored oh. two, scoring his first goal to put Bremen 1-0 up. What a header. What a it's header that was. Horrible. The keeper was clutching at thin air, mate. Yeah. Brilliant header. Osako scored a second goal. Good finish. I like Osako, actually. A Japanese international. He's a good footballer. I've seen him play at the World Cup. They do have a good team, Japan, you know. Yeah, they do. They do have a handy team. I do like watching them play. Um, David Klassen, second goal. Brilliant volley. Hit yes. First thing he told, get your knee over the top of the ball and hit it down. Don't hit it up because that's when you slice it and it goes into Rose Ed. Second goal, brilliant. The ball was dropping in the left side of the penalty area. Gives it a smash with his right foot. Hits it into the ground. Comes off the turf and goes straight in. Brilliant finish. Before you know it, the game's out of sight. 3-0 up. Um, They actually scored a fourth. Um, Maximilian Eggerstein. Really good finish. Um, Yeah, game's out of sight then, isn't it? 
Bremen 4 0 up. Yep. And then Sibiri got a uh, got a goal back for Paderborn. But, um, it wasn't a bad goal, to be fair. Um, I think the only thing they can take out as a positive is that they scored, and that's about it, really. Yeah. Um, and Nikolai Fulkrug got uh, actually out for nine months. First game back with injury. Yeah, first game back after injury. Nine months he's been on the uh, on the injury table. Wow. Yeah, you can but- see how much it meant to him as well when he scored. Um, lucky really to come on at 4-1 up like <laughs> but I guess that's the best time to come on isn't it yeah definitely mate um, yeah should we win to score predictions for this one then well yeah I mean <laughs> I mean not, 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 on it. no one got any results right I said 0-0 how wrong I was Reese said 1-1 Ben said 1-0 Paderborn and uh, Jack said 2-1 I'd be very surprised. You, you can guarantee on Facebook you'd see some some had come up and someone had put Bremen to win five one. One of them, one of them knobheads. Yeah. You always get one of them come out, don't you? Whenever there's a shot result anywhere, you're laughing if it comes in, though. No? Well, can you imagine the odds? <laughs> can you imagine the odds yeah. on for Bremen to win five one yeah. away? Christ Almighty! Mad, mad. Um, let's go into the last Saturday kickoff with the half two. Um, this is where Reese got his point. Wolfsburg yes. versus Freiburg. This ended up 2 2. Mm. I was close with this one as well. I said 3 2. Reese said 2 2. Uh, ben said 3 1. And, yeah. Yeah, and Jack said 2 0 Wolfsburg. Well done, mate. Got your point. Thank you. Another um, one. Yeah, this game. I don't know. I just had it. I guess I had a little bit of a gut feeling that. Both teams had scored goals. I mean, Freiburg, they've proved their sense to be no mugs this year. They've held their own really well, actually, in the league. Um, Wout Weghorst gets another two goals for Wolfsburg. Real handful. We watched him play when Dortmund played him, and I know he didn't score, but he looked a handful all day. Um, He gets two goals on Saturday for Wolfsburg. I mean, I said two, didn't I? And Salai. I said two before we did this game. I said there'll be goals in this game. Mm-hmm. So I can see there being a Well, you goals. went for 3 2, and yeah. I could see why. I thought there'd be goals in that game. I knew there'd be um, goals in this game. I, I, to be honest, out of all the games, I wasn't expecting this one to be the one I got right. But yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, took a point, mate. Yeah. Well, yeah, like say, um, Vegas got two for Wolfsburg. Yeah, horror. That got changed, though, the first one. Because it went down as someone else's goal before that got changed. You said Ginchek, didn't yeah, you? Yes, so it went down as Ginchek's goal, but then they, they must have changed it. To go to uh, Well, it was Holler that scored for Freiburg to make it 2-1 just before half-time. And then just after half-time, Salai got one, another one for Freiburg to make it 2-2. And that's how it stayed. Um, no red card in this game. There's not many games recently we've been able to say ah, there isn't a red card. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely true, mate. I mean, just uh, off the back of that last half-past two kickoff, Wolfsburg still sitting sixth place. Freiburg in eighth. Both had very good seasons this year. Yeah, definitely, mate. Probably, Especially Freiburg as well. Probably better than what people expected him to do, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, yeah, good result for Freiburg coming back from 2-0 down. Wolfsburg at home, pretty strong. So, yeah, it was a good result. And was, I'm happy mate. to get a point off that. All right, well done. Uh, let's go on to the late one on Saturday then. The half past five one. Bayern Munich versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. This ended up 2-1 Bayern Munich. But I tell you what... Well, I reckon they should all wear masks and striped jumpers because they robbed Munch and Gladbach. Yes, they did. Gladbach should have won that game. Gladbach. And, anybody, any, and look, 
Anybody can say anything to me about Saturday's game. You can't tell me Munch and Gladbach didn't deserve at least a point from that game. They, they were brilliant. Yeah, they were. Absolutely brilliant. Me, you and Watto sat and watched this game, and what a game it was. Yeah, what a game. I mean, what an advert for German football, playing in front of no fans, and you get a game as entertaining as that. Munch and Gladbach... Marcus Toram goes off after four minutes, right? And you think their task... Missing Alessand player as well through yeah. suspension. You think their task has got... Like, Mbolo, come on, and worked his ass off And, he, and then Saturday. he got brought off, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, he, he must have ran that much. He's just ran himself into the ground. But what a game of football. I mean, I, I, look, I said 4-1 on this score predictor. I'm so happy that Munch and Gladbach ran him close. Because that, to me, yes, all right, there was missing... missing Muller and Lewandowski, I get that. And that's two, two of Bayern's best players. But watching that game, I thought, Munch and Gladbach, every time they go forward, they can cause Munich problems. And they were so good. I think what um, there was one player for me that really stood out. For, I mean, they was all brilliant. I, I couldn't... I mean, Sommer for the first goal, he's, that was a criminal yeah. mistake, but... If anybody's seen the goal, uh, Joshua Zerkse scores the first goal for Bayern Munich after Sommer tried to kick it back to his centre-half and then hit it too far in front of him. Don't know what he was thinking. Though. Do you know what it reminded him of? It reminded him of the Scott McTominay goal against yeah. Man City. It was the same sort of thing, really. The keeper plays it to his centre-half or tries to play it out and he leaves his goal open. Criminal that they didn't get something from that game. They can count themselves very unlucky. Florian Neuhaus, number 32, middle of the pack for Gladback. Big, big clubs are going to come in for him. I'm telling you, you've heard it here first. I watched that kid on Saturday. Him and Kimmich, that was a good battle all day. And I thought that Neuhaus come out on top quite a lot in that game. Very talented young footballer. I'm just surprised that Gladback didn't get something, but Goretzka pops up with another important goal. For Munich, good finish, mate. Yeah, it was good a good finish. finish. I, I think the way it came about, the left back vent when he come on as a sub, he should have mm. come out and just smashed him. Yeah, he should. He should have come out, take the ball, take the man, take everything. Yeah. But what he did was just he went Stunned to go him. and then stopped. Yeah, and it allowed. I think it was Pavard, wasn't yeah, it? it was that Pavard. got Pavard got the cross in for Goretzka to tap it in. I was disappointed really with how the game ended because I thought Munch and Gladbach deserved at least a point. I mean, they were they had a goal chalked off as well. Didn't yeah, Gladbach. they did. Which which I think well, was very I tight. Think, I think it was onside, but we're open to debate on that one. But anybody that wants to watch the highlights, I suggest you watch highlights of that game. Yeah, and you'll see what we mean because Munch and Gladbach had more than large parts of the game. Mm. Paying just a, just a machine, aren't they? They yeah. just keep going and going and going. Two one win, pretty much league wrapped yeah. up. Now. And all they have to do is win on. Tuesday or Wednesday and they've won the league yeah they only have to win doesn't matter what Dortmund do if they win they've still won it anyway yeah. so so let's just quickly go into our predictions I said 3-1 that was the closest yeah you said 3-1 Bayern yeah. I said 4-1 Bayern Ben uh, said 4-0 Bayern and Jack said 4-1 so it was all horrendously wrong on this one well you was one well, goal, was out, goal but... off but yeah if I'd realised that I wouldn't have I might have dropped it down to 2-1 but hey I would never know Right, let's go on to the last two games then on Sunday. Half past two game, which was Mainz versus FC Freiburg. Uh, this ended up winning. This was a 1 0 win to Freiburg. Um, I said 2 1. Reese was close on this. Reese said, uh, said 1 1. Mm, yeah, the game finished 1 0 for Augsburg. Florian Niederlechner. Aye. I think it was goal. the first minute, I think it was. I think it was literally like the first yeah, kick of the game. First minute. Yeah. Ben said 3-1 and uh, Jack said 2-1 Mines. Mm. 
Not a very good game, to be honest. I did watch this when I got home from footy training. Yeah, it wasn't great, really. I think both teams, more Mainz than Augsburg, there seemed to be a distinct lack of quality in that game. Probably tells you, really, I mean, given the league positions, Augsburg sitting 13th, seven points above the drop zone. I think they're pretty much safe now. Well, I yeah. think... And no, if they get a point, they'll be mathematically safe, won't they? Augsburg. How many teams go down in the thing? Is it two? Three, three, well, three. There's two that go down automatically. They're not have to play like a playoff. Or yeah, something. the the team in sixteenth have to play against the team that's finished a second or third in the second Bundesliga, yeah, and they yeah. play a playoff. I I right. What's your opinion on that system? I think that sucks. I think the team that finishes third bottom should just go down because yeah. they finish there and the team that finishes third have worked their ass off to get there, they should be promoted. I don't believe in all this playoff business. I don't like that because yeah. then it gives the team that's going down an opportunity to win and stay in the league. Yeah. Well, they don't deserve it, do they? They no. finish third bottom. It's I a bit weird. Understand that. That. It's a bit weird. Now, I know that uh, Scotland do the same thing, don't they? Yeah. Scotland have the same system. I don't understand that. England has the best system and uh, the Spanish league. And so on. No, the team that finishes second or third bottom, you go down. It's simple as that, mate. You haven't worked out. You haven't been good enough in the season. So why should you get the chance to play a two-legged game to stay in the league? I don't, I don't understand. The yeah, system sucks a bit for me, that. Yeah, I don't quite understand that. Um, Mainz, three points above the drop zone. It's going to go right to the wire, this one, I think. Well, I think Paderborn are pretty much Well, Paderborn gone. are down now, aren't they? They're pretty much gone. They are down. Because there's only three games left and there's a possible of nine points. They can't get out of it. So they're down now because Mainz are on 31 points. Oh, yeah, of course, So yeah. Paderborn are down now. Bremen and Dusseldorf. Well, Werder Bremen, their task has been made a little bit more difficult with the fact they play Bayern Munich. Uh, and if Bayern win, they win the league. So you can guarantee they'll bring all the big guns out for that one. Yeah. want to win. Dusseldorf and Bremen fighting it out with Mainz. It's going to be a tough three day three games. I really don't know which way this is going to go. It's tough, isn't it? So tough to call. Bremen are probably the form team out of the three of them. Mainz, yeah. Dusseldorf, and Bremen, respectively. They're probably the form team out of a lot of them. But we've seen that form doesn't mean a great deal since this football has returned. Like I say, mate, if Dusseldorf play as well as they did against Dortmund, they can St- give anyone Still, a game. though, still. I agree with you. They did play well. We watched the game. We saw it for ourselves. Still a distinct lack of quality in front of goal. Yeah. They can't find a back of them. No. And that's one thing they are missing is a distinct is is that little quality that they need at the right time. With a good striker playing up the top on Saturday, they score two goals. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's the difference really between them staying up and going down. And Mainz haven't been much better either. But no. I mean, they were piss poor against RB Leipzig. Yeah, absolutely piss poor. Well, that was that was embarrassing. It could, that could have been a cricket score. Yeah, it could. I mean, about that one. I think. Yeah, as I say, it's going to go right to the wire. Augsburg with a good win that kind of cements their place in next year's Bundesliga. Yeah, but Mainz have got it all to do, haven't they? They sure have, mate. There's going to be a few um, squeaky bum time in that dressing room. Definitely. Yep, definitely. Um, going on to the last result in or the last game of the weekend, Schalke Urfia versus Bayer Leverkusen. Well, I don't have to sell my house. So, no. but, but for anyone that doesn't know, I put a little thing on with Sam. Basically, 
the one of the lads, Ben, in our score predictor said 4-1 to Schalke. And I said, if Schalke win 4-1, I'll sell my house. Because that was how confident I was that they was not going to win 4-1. Luckily enough, they didn't. Yeah, luckily enough, they drew 1-1. And I will actually give Schalke the credit this week. They played quality first half. There was quality in the first half. I never thought I'd say it, but... They just they ran they ran right all over Schalke in the first it half. It does seem to be the same sort of theme though. Schalke seemed to play well in one half. When I watched them against Werder Bremen two weeks ago, the first half was probably the worst performance I've seen from a professional football team. They just got completely dominated. They didn't even put up a fight in in parts in the first half. Second half, completely different side. It's like yeah. they've been kicked right up the ass in the at half time, and Wagner's really got into him and said, "You, this is a joke." And it, and the, and I've said it, you know, the way they've played in parts, they want to be thankful there's no fans in that ground because they would have got absolute pelters. Um, good result, though, in the end. For, and I'll give them the credit. <laughs> they did play well in parts, get a 1-1 draw. Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, just quickly running over the goal scorers, Daniel Caligiuri with a penalty for Schalke uh, just after half-time, 51 minutes. Um. Quite disappointing, really. The reason, I mean, they probably would have won the game apart from a Miranda own goal. Yeah, have um, you seen the own goal? No, I haven't actually seen it, but it's it's. Uh, let's just say it was a bit hectical. Mm. <laughs> it was one of them, one of them own goals where it's like, was it like where anything could have happened? Yeah, sort of thing. It was like, oh god. Um, yeah, I mean, look, they'll be disappointed they didn't get three points. We've said it on previous pods and we'll continue to say it, no doubt, until the end of the season. Shalford should just be thankful that they racked up a decent amount of points. Yeah, I'm trying not to be, I'm trying not to be negative about Schalke this week because... We have caned him, Yeah, they, they, we? They, there, was, there was, like I say, mate, they were good yesterday. There was, it was really good yesterday. They weren't, they weren't awesome, but they were better than what they've been in the past four games that we've watched them. They have, they've been a lot better. But like I say, David Wagner's got to keep his job and uh, try and kick him up the arse next season. And you'd like to think he's going to get another shot. He probably won't. He won't, no. You'd like to think he's going to get another shot at it to try. Yeah. Because they did play well in the first half of the season. Yeah, I know. You know, they were sitting in, what was it, fourth, fifth fourth position? Yeah. In the in the first half of the season, it's just fell apart for him for one reason or another. Look, we don't know because we're not privy to all the things that go on behind the doors. But I'm telling you now... That's a massive drop in a team from where they was before Christmas to now. Something's gone on in that time that's really disturbed the dressing room and that's made them... They've just literally taken a skyfall, haven't they? Yeah. It's like they've... Honestly, and I don't mean any bad pun intended, it's like they've jumped out of a moving plane and just gone skyfalling. Because they, they, they honestly have looked so but poor in patches. It was almost unrecognisable from the team that we know and the club that we know in Schalke. It's embarrassing, really. And um, we have said away from the podcast, we're trying not to cane him as much now because we want to try and say something positive, but we found it so hard, haven't we? <laughs> to find yeah. some positives about Schalke with the way they've been playing and the results. But it's, it, at the end of the day, it's a good point, mate. It's a good point against an half decent Leverkusen oh, side. Yeah, definitely, mate. Definitely. Um, should well, we round off the. Uh, round off the. Bundesliga league table. Yes, yeah, we'll just quickly run through the Bundesliga table, guys. This is this was match week 31. We've got Bayern Munich in first place on 73 points. 
We've got Borussia Dortmund in second on 66 points. In third, we have RB Leipzig on 62 points. In fourth, we have Bayer Leverkusen on 57 points. In fifth, we have Borussia Mönchengladbach on 56 points. In sixth, we have Wolfsburg on 46. In seventh, we have Hoffenheim on 43 points. In eighth, we have Freiburg on 42 points. In ninth, Schalke Erfia on 39 points. Frankfurt in 10th on 38. In 11th, we have Hertha Berlin on 38. In 12th, we have FC Cologne on 35 points. In 13th, we also have Augsburg on 35 points. In 14th place, we have Union Berlin on 35 points. In 15th, we have Mainz on 31 points. In 16th, we have Dusseldorf on 28 points. In 17th, we have Werder Bremen on 28 points. And propping up the table again on match week 31, Paderborn on 20 points. So we have it. That's the league table for the Bundesliga. Um, hopefully you guys kept up to date with that. And uh, yeah, like I said, there's only three games left. And all uh, Bayern have to do is win on Tuesday or Wednesday. And they've... Uh, They've pretty much won the league. Yeah, it's it's um just to quickly round it out, it's been coming for a while. Dortmund's form, although they have done well, um to be honest, this has been coming for quite a while. Bayern, no doubt, when they need to, they get a result. They're probably gonna win at Werder Bremen on well, I think it's Tuesday night. It's either Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, I th- I'm not sure, actually. Let me just... Yeah, they play at Bremen. It's a half-past seven kickoff tomorrow night. Um, Tuesday the 16th. To be honest, um, it's it's going to come. If if Bayern get a point, Dortmund still won't be able to do it because of goal difference anyway, even if Dortmund beat Mainz on Wednesday. So, it's, it's Munich's league. It's a shame. I, I, we've said this before on previous podcasts, who's going to be good enough to catch Bayern Munich? Exactly. Who's exactly. going to be good enough to take their throne? Because even if somebody does, it usually doesn't last long. No, no. The last team to do it was Dortmund. Um, and that was like, what? 10 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Says it kind, of, so it kind of says it all in one sentence, doesn't it? Yeah. The last time a team won two leagues back-to-back apart from Munich was Borussia Dortmund 10 years ago. So... Yeah, I think that kind of just signif- it kind of gives you a little signal as to what task is ahead of teams in the Bundesliga, which is a huge shame because Dortmund, Munich just seem to power home every year, don't they? They do, mate. They do. And if they don't win the league every year, then their coach usually gets sacked. Yeah, <laughs> they, don't, they don't even want. They just expect to win it every year yeah. now. It's kind. It's kind of like Barcelona in Spain. I know they've got Madrid to contend with, but if a manager doesn't win the league, it's your back's against the wall at Barca if you haven't won the league. Yeah. Um, I I do start. I'd, it does creep into you at points. Who is going to be good enough to topple Bayern Munich over a season? And this is the problem, yeah. isn't it? It's inconsistency. It really is. Dortmund are the only team really that have threatened Bayern Munich. And even that, I mean, they only won the league by one point last year, but it was the it was the game away at Munich that killed Dortmund five nil. Five nil, yeah. I remember watching it, and I had my head in my hands after two nil because I thought Dortmund are just not here; they're not in this game at all. Um, it does make you worry because 
it can't be good for the state of German football when a team has won 14 out of the last 20 Bundesliga titles. It just says everything. It's not good. Um, I would like someone to change the trend, whether that be Dortmund or Leipzig. Or anyone. Yeah, but out the team, you'd probably say it's going to be them two, wouldn't yeah. you? Um, I wouldn't necessarily include Gladbach in that because I think they'll still be prone to losing football players, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, yeah, I get question to kind of leave you with who is going to be good enough. Yeah, leave your thoughts in the comment section down below, guys. Yeah, it's a who debate is I'd like good to enough? Start, actually, who is the uh, team to take Bayern Munich off their throne? Yeah, it's going to be it's, a, well, it's an uphill job to say the very least, isn't it? Sure is, mate. Right, it's that time of the podcast. Yes, the time of the pod where we get into the quiz. This is where me and you don't become friends. Yeah, we're, for, for, for ten minutes we're not mates here. No. We're enemies. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to say that on the pod. Yeah. We'll go back to being the uh, stepbrothers, if you like. Yeah. So much room for activities. When quiz time's on, mate, we ain't friends. Yeah. So, well, shall we crack on? All right, make sure you guys uh, get involved in this. Yeah, Leave we your... love the interaction, don't we, Sam? We will say that yes. before we start the quiz. We love the interaction that people... There's two regulars every week, Adam Oliver, Jamie Morgan. Yeah. Get your answers in again, lads. You're going to like this one. Yeah, massive thank you to them too for commenting and getting Yeah, there, brilliant. Uh... We love the fan interaction and yeah. people that are fans of the pod. Keep it coming because we've got more stuff to come. Oh, we have, for sure. Are you ready, Samuel? Uh, yeah, I think I am, actually. Let's yeah. go. So... <clears throat> Question one. This is, you'll like this one. Who is the only player to have scored in the Premier League, Championship, League One, League Two, Conference, FA Cup, League Cup, Football League Trophy, FA Trophy, Champions League, Europa League, Scottish Premier League, Scottish Cup and Scottish League Cup? Next, I know it is. And do you know I know who it is? Because it came up yesterday on Facebook, so I know exactly who it is. Number two. Which famous football manager once said, I wouldn't say I was in the best manager in the business, but I'm definitely in the top one? Question. Is this manager still managing? I can't really give you any clues. Oh, come on. No, because it's going to make it far too obvious. If I say yes or no, it'll make it far too obvious. Can you repeat the question, please? Which famous football manager once said, I wouldn't say I was the best manager in the business, but I was definitely in the top one. So essentially saying he's the best, if you didn't get that. (laughs) I've got two. One of them, I'll always remember one, John Carver coming out and saying... I don't want to know. Whatever you think, put it down on paper. If you ain't got it, we'll come back to it. But I don't want to know, right? I've got two, but I can't think. Ah, oh, fuck, I'm going to go with this one. If I'll you probably, could, please I'll, refrain I'll... from language on the podcast, if you can. <laughs> oh, dear. I think, I think it's this guy, but I'm, I've got, I'm going to put another one. But I, t- I told you this, this one. I've, got, I've gone for one, but I'm going to go, I'm, for my, for, I'm going to think that's my next one, if you know what I mean. Uh, hang on a minute. Yeah, question three. Question number three. Coco Goff made headlines at last year's Wimbledon beating v- Venus Williams. 
How old was Coco Goff when she beat with Venus Williams last year at Wimbledon? How old was Coco Goff? Are we doing it to the nearest thing? Has had to be the right answer. It's has to be the right answer. Yeah, because right, it. it yeah, yeah. No, uh, uh, well, uh, yeah. Yeah, go on. We'll do it like that. Yeah, um, I was going to say within one, but then you could say anything. So, would you like me to repeat the question? No, no. One more I time? think yeah, you can. I don't mind repeating it. Yeah, if go you on. Coco Goff made headlines at Wimbledon last year when she beat Venus Williams. How old was Coco Goff? Venus Williams or Serena? Venus. Right. Yeah. I watched this game of tennis actually. To be fair, I watched it. So, yeah, go on. Are you ready? Yeah, yeah. Question number four. Name the only football team to sack Sir Alex Ferguson as a manager. Gets your brain going, know, this one. I know it's a Scottish team. I've, I think... Oh, fucking hell. I've got two in my head. I know it's not Celtic and it's not Rangers. Because it's... Um, oh, I've got two. Would you like me to repeat the question? Yeah. Name the only football team to sack Sir Alex Ferguson as their manager. Well, it's not United because he took over when was it Matt Bus- was it Sir, Bus- Sir Matt Busby? We need an answer. I'm gonna write two, but I'm gonna cut you come back to me on it. All right, okay. I think it's this team, but I might be wrong. Mhm. That's fine. As long as you whittle it down to one answer, it doesn't really matter. So it might matter about. This yeah, go on. this one's this this one's a good question. I like this one. Yeah. England won the two thousand and three Rugby World Cup. I watched this. I did. The Rugby World Cup thanks to an iconic drop goal from Johnny Wilkinson. But how many points did England score in that match? This was a right. What, question. So you want the you want the you want the score? No, no, not the score, just how many points England scored in that game. So, right, can you make it more... What, are you on about tries or are you on about... No, how many points? Right. No, how many points altogether? So, if, you, if, if you're including tries and conversions, yeah. they all count to the same Right, so you want... Right, I get what you said. So, so you how basically many, want... How so, many? say, for example, if England won 56-30... You want the 56 is what you want. Yeah. Right, I get you. Yeah, Do you yeah. get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, right. thought, I thought it was on about, like... How many tries did they get? How many points? And no, no. So, so how playing, many man. points did England score in the match? I remember. I remember we played played South Africa. Nope. Australia. Australia. Sorry, that was it. Ooh, this is a good one. Yeah, I actually reckon this is a really good quiz question. Do you know what? My dad will know this. My dad will know this. Oh no doubt. No doubt. I my wanted to my get dad a pro- question in there. My dad will probably kick me if I don't know this. <laughs> I remember Johnny Wilkinson. Drop goal. He did the drop drop kick. I remember, I remember when. Yeah, I remember, I remember when, he, when he scored the drop goal. It was brilliant. I was only seven at the time. Uh, to be fair, I was I was only eleven. 12, no, early, no, early teens. I was only early teens. I remember it was on at a weird time as well because obviously yeah, it, was it was in because it was in Australia. I remember oh. it being on at a really odd time. My dad's gonna fucking kill me if I don't get this. We do need an answer, Samuel. Oh fuck. Yeah, I'm gonna go with this, but I know it's wrong. I met. Do you know what? I just I remember Johnny Wilkinson kicking it. I remember him drop goal. I remember the drop kick. I remember it. I just can't remember the fucking score. My dad's gonna fucking murder me if I get this. So one. don't forget, it's only England. Yeah, 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 yeah. We want. Yeah, yeah. Have you got an answer? Yeah, yeah. Which course is the Masters Golf Tournament held at? 
Now, I will give you a clue. The Masters is in America. So oh, it's not the Scottish man. Open, it's not the UK Open, it's an American golf course. That'll give that, that's your clue. What's... Which course is the Masters golf tournament held? I think it's this. Yeah, go on. I might be wrong, I'm sure it's... I might okay. be wrong. Yeah, go on. I, I, I like these questions, it's not bad. You should get this. Which international team currently sits at the top of the FIFA Men's World Rankings as of April 2020? You could easily get this one wrong. It's got your brain going, hasn't it, Samuel? Yeah, I'm just thinking. I've got two teams in my head. Is it? I can guarantee one of them's the right answer. Oh, fucking hell. I know, because for the past two years, the Euros and the World Cup winners are the same. Ah, oh, fuck it, I am wrong going for him. Okay. I, I fucking know I'm going to be wrong on this. Have you got an answer? I have, but I'm going to put another team because I think this is the other team. Just give me a minute. Time's ticking, Samuel. I'm going for my first answer, but I'm, I'm going to kick myself if it's not. So you've got an answer? I've right? got an answer, yeah. Which horse is the only three-time winner of the Grand National? Oh, no, this is fucking Australian horse and I fucking can't remember the fucking horse. Oh, I wouldn't be so sure. Oh, There's your clue. Fucking hell. There's your clue. I wouldn't be so sure about that. Very... I can't give you that. That makes it far too obvious. Oh, Put it this way, oh. a famous horse for one. I know it is. I know. I know. Fucking hell. I can't, I can't come to nah, that. I don't, I don't know it. I Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you yeah, sure? I'm sure. Because you're going to kick yourself when you know I, I will, you I will, answer. I will kick myself, but I'm going to have to miss that question. Just, no, uh, look, I'm giving you an opportunity here. Please put down a name of a horse I that can't, you've heard I can't, the name I of. I can't remember. Because I'm telling you now, when you hear it, you will kick yourself. Put down an answer. Oh, I can't. No, no, we're going to have to I've that. given you every opportunity there. I know, there. I know. I can't we're think. We're going to have to move I can't on. think. Question number nine. Clear your head. Clear your mind. He's got it. He's got it. He's like that one that you had the other week with Scotland when it's going to kick, he's going to piss me off. I know the alls. Welsh boxer, question number nine. Joe Calzaghi. Welsh boxer Joe Calzaghi famously finished his career unbeaten. How many professional fights did he have? What, so you want fights, not wins? Well. So you want how many fights well, he, he, he had? He never lost a fight, did he? So he's obviously... Um, want to go... Yeah, go on. Have you got an answer? Yeah, yeah. I might be wrong on this one. I'd be very surprised if you didn't get this. In which city did boxer Anthony Joshua suffer the first defeat of his professional career... Against Andrew Ruiz Jr. What city was it in? This is one of the easier questions on the quiz. Do you know, I didn't watch this fight. I didn't watch you it. You didn't watch it? No. Oh, I wish I did. Well, I, I, I wish I didn't, but I did. Oh, fucking hell. Where was it? I want the city. Not the arena. I want the city it was in. I think it's this. I know it wasn't London. 
I know it wasn't. Yeah, go on, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. Right, that's the quiz finished. Would you like to go through the answers? No. (laughs) (laughs) I know the first one, I know it is. So, I'm not going to... Because it is a long-winded question. Who is the only player to have scored in all of those leagues mentioned? Gary Hooper. Correct. I know that because it came up on Facebook the other day. God damn Facebook. Which Question number two. Which famous football manager once said, I wouldn't say I was the best manager in the business, but I was in the top one? I've put Jose Mourinho, but I don't think it is, is it? Incorrect. Who is it? You're going to... Brian Clough. Oh, no. I put Alan Pardew as my next one. Really? Yeah. I didn't know I, I'll, I'll be honest I was that's quite pa- surprised that, you didn't get that it's past my time that I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got that mate oh, you, sh- you must have heard the quote nah. at some point though no oh, it was, I, I seen it before it was ever so funny um, right question number three Coco Goff made headlines at Wimbledon last year when she beat Venus Williams how old was she at the time I've said 43 but I think it's older isn't it 43 is it older no you've got no incorrect you've gone way she was 15 what? She was 15 last year when she beat Venus Williams because I what? watched it. The whole crowd got involved. They thought, this 15-year-old kid is never going to beat Venus Williams. <laughs> no, never got that. Incorrect. Question number four. Name the only football team to sack Sir Alex Ferguson as manager. It is a Scottish team, isn't it? Yes. Oh, I said St Mirren or Kilmarnock. I'm going to go St Mirren, but I don't think Correct. It is. St Mirren. Fuck, I thought it was Kilmarnock. Correct. It is St Mirren. I, I remember it because after that he went to United, didn't he, after? Yeah, because yeah, he took over from, I think it was Ron Atkinson. Yeah, he did. Um, good, yeah, good one, that one, Sam. Question number five. England won the 2003 Rugby World Cup thanks to an iconic drop goal from Johnny Wilkinson. But how many points did England score in that game? Well, that's going to fucking kill me. I've said 27, but I think it's more. What answer are you going with? I'm going 27. Incorrect. 20. Ah, oh, fucking knew it! They won 2019. Ah, oh, fucking bastards. Well, it was 2018 or 2019 yeah. because I remember Jason yeah. Robinson scoring a try. I knew it was I knew it was something in the 20s because it wasn't a very high-scoring game. Question number six. Which course is the Masters Golf Tournament held at? I sent St. Augustine, but I don't think it is, is it? What answer I don't, are you I going don't, with? I don't, I don't What's your definitive answer? I sent, I've sent, I don't watch a lot of golf, but I've sent St. Augustine. I can't accept the answer. St. Augustine or whatever it's called. Augusta. Come on, you've got to give me that. I've said, I've said Augustine. I knew it was someone yeah, to... you, If you'd have said oh, Augustine, I'd have give you that, but because you said St. Augustine. Look, I'll give you the point for that. I've, I've, I don't know a lot about golf. I knew it was something to do with St. It's Augusta National Golf Club. That's what it's right, called. Right, so can you give me that? Because yeah, I thought it was right. St. Augustine. I'll give you a point for that. Right. I knew I knew it was something to do with Augustine. I knew it was something, but I just couldn't remember if it was because they ne- they never change the British Open and the Scottish. They do change the course, but the Masters they never change what golf club. It's always Augusta. Um, question number seven: Which international team currently sits at the top of the FIFA Men's World Rankings? I said France, but I don't think it is. Incorrect. Is it Belgium? Belgium. Fucking look at that log. And the only reason I thought it was Bel- the only reason I thought it was France because they've won the Euros and they won the Be- and they won the Euro- World Cup. Yeah, but they didn't win the Euros. Oh, I though, knew. Didn't they? I, f- I told you, didn't I? I fucking put it, it was Belgium, bastard. Um, question number eight. I got a clue. Which horse? You will kick. I am. I'm going to kick myself. You've heard me say this I so know, many times. I know. Which horse is the only three-time winner of the Grand National? Is it Australian? 
An Australian horse? Look, I would have to double check the origins of the horse, but I know that when you hear it, you're going to kick yourself. Go on. Red rum. Oh, fucking hell, yeah. I know. Hey, I'm sure it's Australian. Yeah, go on, next. Question number nine. Welsh boxer Joe Calzaghe famously finished his career unbeaten. How many fights did he have in his professional career? 38? No, he wasn't that far off, incorrect. 46. You want that I was far only, away, I'm only yo. thinking because Floyd, May, Floyd Mayweather had 50 fights, didn't he? And he mm-hmm. won all five. All 50 of them. So I was kind yeah. of whittling it down One to that. shouldn't have done, but yeah, point being. No, shouldn't have been. Last one. Um, question number 10. In which city did boxer Anthony Joshua suffer the first defeat of his professional career against Andy Ruiz Jr.? I've said Cardiff, but I don't think it is, is it? Incorrect. It's not Wembley, is it? New York, Madison Square Garden. I, I can't remember. Fuck knows. No, I got one, two. I got three. I should have got that one, though. I should have got a France-Belgium. I did say to you during the quiz, one of them, I knew, I knew you'd be right. You wouldn't be far off. Fuck's sake. I had both of them in my head. So I got three. I should have got four, really, but... Yeah, so that's the end of the quiz, guys. Sam gets three. It seems to be three is a bit of a trend here. Good, question, good questions, then, mate. It's yeah, to be honest, I, I I come across them um, last night, and I thought, you know, there's some really good questions in there. I thought if I was doing the quiz myself, I would enjoy answering them. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that one. That's probably one of the best ones we've done so far. Yeah, it was a good one, that. I um, enjoyed that. Yeah, so Sam's ended up with three out of ten. Can anybody beat him? Ah, that yeah. is the question. Jim please, Morgan, I reckon, will. Please feel free to get your answers in. Yeah, leave them down in the comment section down below. Yeah, we know Adam and Jamie used to do. Honestly, anybody else, we'd love to get your answers in. Um, so, yeah, end of the quiz. It is, mate. It's my turn next. Yes. Fall to mine. Yeah, your turn. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Yes, I believe it is the it end. Is, mate. So what this we're going to do is... This is the end. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to end this one and uh, we're going to have to try and get, try and whittle it down to uh, Tuesday or Wednesday to get another one out for yeah. the predictions. Yeah, definitely. And we've also got the return of the Premier League this week, so that yes. one will be out as well on the Wednesday. The Premier League is returning. I cannot wait. Yep. Big things going to come from the Premier League. Plenty of ups and downs. There is, mate. But yeah, like I say, guys, once again, massive thank you to Gareth Morgan, our Six Media, for uh, designing our logo and our podcast banner. Really does mean a lot to me and Reese. that. Also, get liking on Facebook. We're only 11 likes away from 100 likes on Facebook. Nearly hitting that 100 milestone, baby. Oh, yes, we are. We're so close now. Um, anything else you want to add mate before we end it no just to kind of um, reiterate your point from before um, massive thank you to Gareth Morgan at Six Media um, for coming up with the uh, podcast logo and the podcast header to go on the YouTube channel and the logo will also be going on Spotify Um, yeah massive thank you to Gareth Morgan he's helped us a lot in this period to be fair um, when he didn't have to do it, and he's no. definitely, he's de- yeah, and he's done some brilliant work as well, guys. So please make sure you go check out his portfolio; it's ever growing. It sure is. It sure is. Yeah. So massive thank you to Gareth at Six Media, and I believe that's the end of the pod. So shall we say our goodbyes? Yes. Thank you very much, guys. Once again. Yeah. Cheers, guys. Alf Vida saying. Yep. Au revoir. Um, yeah. Whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah. Thanks again, guys, for yeah. listening. Thank you, guys. And, we'll uh, see you all soon. Peace.